Worry about it. I'll give him something to worry about. Well, Jim. <clears throat> I need to speak to Casey Femer, please. No, she's teaching a class right now. Can I take This a is an emergency. She titled Star 69! Francine, you idiot! Think, girl! Think! Uh, <clears throat> Hello? Uh, Mr. Pizza in the village? Is this order for pickup or delivery? Francine? Uh, mother? Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. Well, you didn't pick up right away. Why didn't you pick up right away? What's wrong, dear? Tell your mother. Nothing's wrong. Look, I'm kind of busy right now. Can I call you back in, uh... You know I can always catch the next plane to Houston if you need me. Even though my doctor forbid me to leave town. In times of crisis, the Peters family motto is family first. I'm not in crisis, Mother. Everything's fine. Really? What is Muffin barking at? Wishy barks with delight, dear. She may not be the smartest dog in the world, but at least she doesn't ignore me for weeks on end. Mother! <sighs> I'm sorry, okay? I know I haven't called you. Things have just been so... You know how I worry when you don't call me. I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's all my fault. M Muffin stopped barking. <laughs> Did she go blind? No, she's hyperventilating. Good lord. Hold on while I find a paper sack. <laughs> Mother, Hold wait! On. No, come back. <sighs> breathe in, breathe out. I don't have time for this. I know, it's a hard life, isn't it, Mom? Uh, Mom? Mom? There's somebody on the other line. I'll, I'll be right back, okay? <sighs> Hello? Francine? Is that you? Um, who's this? It's Casey. Did you just call me? Uh, Casey! Whoa! Uh, Casey, um, what a surprise. Uh, how great to hear from you. Uh, well, gotta go. <laughs> Bye. What the? <sighs> oh, oh, brother. Francine. Francine. Francine, honey, I'll have to call you back. 
Muffin doesn't like it if I talk on the phone too long. It makes her Ugh. nauseous. Move into another room. No, I can't just leave the room, sweetheart. The last time I did that, I came back and found she had her tongue stuck in a wall socket. Now every time I turn the lights on, she leaves a little present on the carpet. <sighs> What? Miss Peters? What? Mike Walsh. Did I catch you at a bad time? Uh, no, I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> there isn't a good time anymore, Mr. Walsh. Everything's a mess without Ketchu. Have you been able to find out anything? Yes and no. I don't have a lead on Miss Chivansky yet. But I uncovered some interesting information on our mystery lady, Rachel Hampton. What? I'd better not discuss it over the phone. I'm on my way to the airport. Can you meet me there and talk? I'm taking a six o'clock flight to Los Angeles. Are you going to look for Ketchu? Yeah, I have some vacation time coming. I thought I'd run out mm. there and check out a couple of things. I have a personal interest in this Parker case, and this <laughs> may be the break I'm looking for. I'm going with you. Now, Miss Peters, I don't think that's such a good idea. <laughs> Uh, save your breath, Mr. Walsh. It's not up for debate. I'll be there. I've arranged for full support while you're on the job. If you need any help with logistics or backup of any kind, just call the red number. We have people everywhere. You won't be alone. We'll use your old alias, Julie Wallace, since it has a verifiable credit history. Here are your credit cards, no limit, of course. 450000 in checking, keys to the New York apartment, car... A vintage Mercedes? What am I supposed to be? You're an heiress. Darcy, what are you doing? This isn't the usual mistress setup. Why are you going to all this trouble, all this expense? What do you want? The White House. <laughs> You're kidding. D Darcy, that is a popularity contest for white male Gentiles. You don't stand a chance. Oh, I don't want to live there, dear girl. I just want to control it. Veronica can be the occupant. Do you think the pool is too green? You're serious. I need a diversion. Now that Veronica's engaged to the senator, the press will be looking at her with a microscope. I need a distraction, Katina. That's where you come in. Forget the press. What about the FBI, the CIA, the NSC? They're going to do extensive backgrounds and genealogies. That's not a problem. We can control them. It's the press that worries me. We have to keep them away from our girl until she's in place. After that, it's a piece of cake. Darcy, even if she makes it, you'll never keep her there. Somebody somewhere is going to find a loophole in her story. She'll end up in a Senate investigation. They'll put her behind bars, and then they'll come after you. Not necessarily. I've managed to get two terms out of my current girl, haven't I? Darcy, I... I'm impressed. Hmm. Thank you. I'm glad you approve. I didn't say I approve. I just said I'm impressed. 
Well, that's a start. Bet you were a bossy child, weren't you? Cute. Well, I'm flying you to New York tonight. Sharon will meet you and get you settled in at the apartment. Tomorrow, you'll get a complete makeover. You need it. Thanks. Pick out a complete wardrobe, including formals, and ask Sharon for anything you need. She will be your personal assistant. Okay. Study your portfolio on the plane. Once you're cleaned up and in place, I need you to work quickly. Okay. The target is in Washington, but he spends most of the weekends in New York. You'll be in the apartment next door. Okay. It's important that we work together on this, Katina. Everything and everyone we hold dear is at stake. Understood? Yeah, I understand. I would hope that our relationship doesn't come down to that. After everything we've been through together, what we mean to each other. You still wear my lily. Like a scar. You know, I have a scar. Where my appendix was. If I didn't have that scar, I'd be dead today. Thanks for the therapy. Are we finished? Almost. Come on, let me tell you all about the man you're going to fall in love with. Excuse me? He's very respectable. A devoted wife, four kids, and a dog named Prince. A man? He goes to midnight mass every Christmas Eve. A man? He's also the head of the Senate Investigating Committee studying organized crime. And he's very good at his job. A little too good, I'm afraid. His background is pristine. Business associates, investments. He's never even had an affair. I thought I was going to have to kill him. Then we found something. That's where you come in. Darcy, a man? Oh, trust me, sweetheart. We're going to enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, this will be good. You've been listening to Episode 10 of Strangers in Paradise, Book 5, Immortal Enemies, by Terry Moore, adapted by Thomas DJ. Produced by Thomas DJ, Chris Honeywell, and Nicole Tomty. Sound designed by Chris Honeywell. Nicole Tomty was Francine. Dan Machuca was Jim Guy. Sarah Palmero was Mrs. Peters. Femi London was Casey. Tim Price was Detective Walsh. Vanessa Van Zare was Cachu. And Anna Crawford was Darcy. Music provided by Jim Moon and the Eldritch Light Orchestra. This is a fan work produced with the cooperation of Mr. Moore, done solely out of love for the property. We lay no claim to the rights or characters. Please read the original series and other works by Mr. Moore, available through abstractstudiocomics.com. Please contact us at 8twinfo at gmail.com and join the conversation in the 8TW Discord. You can find the invite at 8tw.blogspot.com. Thank you for listening, and good night.